York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is JLS from the Nick of Time show. Here giving you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And it's time to celebrate the cooking of the Atlanta Hawks because the Knicks beat the Hawks today. 122 to 101, led by a few high scores that I'm about to name right about now. Julius Randle gives you 25 points, 11 rebounds, two assists on the night. Shout out to Julius Randle, who also shot 47% from the field, all right? RJ Barrett gives you 17 points and five rebounds. A mixed bag from RJ Barrett today, but that's what he gave us. So shout out to RJ Barrett. Quentin Grimes didn't really score much, gave you six points. Josh Hart chips in with 13 points, five rebounds and two assists. Shout out to my reincarnation of John Starks is in the building. Quickly gave you 14 points. Got into foul trouble though. Otherwise I feel like he probably would give you 25 himself. But shout out to Emmanuel Quickly and Jalen Brunson. Once again, ho-hum drops a casual 28 points, nine rebounds and five assists. And we're gonna talk about it all, all right? We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that bench. That bench giving you 44 points on the night outscoring the Hawk bench who gave you 38 points, but I feel like those 38s was kind of garbage time type of time, you know? We out-rebound the Hawks 67 to 50, and the Knicks cruised to victory. 122-101, and we're gonna talk about it all but before we talk about it. Shout out to FUBU TV, okay? Shout out to FUBU TV if you wanna watch the MSG, and the Knicks were free for seven days. All you gotta do is go to fubutv.com slash KOT and get to watch those Knicks for free for seven days. You can subscribe if you want to, but you can cut the subscription as well. And you can watch Martin, other cable channels, other sports channels as well. So shout out to Fubu TV. Man, Ryan G. It's nice to be six games over 500, man. Oh, I didn't even introduce you. I'm so hyped. Shout out to the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. Like Ellis said, the Knicks are six games over 500. The Knicks haven't been that many games over 500 at the All-Star break since the 2012-2013 Knicks. And you remember, you remember what that Knicks team did when playoff time came. They oh, may have got knocked out in the second round, but they made some noise. They made, they made some noise. Exactly. And, and, you know, I've been trying to hold it in. Last game, I could have done it. But I was like, after this game, I have to do it. As Pitch for Timmy would say, we outside. We outside, damn it. We are outside. I'm putting you up. You know how I hawk meat. Burn it extra crispy. I like to scrape the black off. That's right. <laughs> scrape the black off that cooked meat. Word. Exactly. Scraping the hog. Took out the hawks. Took out lollipop head. Did that thing. You ain't seen no special sneakers being worn when we went to the Atlanta. We didn't have to do all this extra stuff. 
Knicks today, Ryan, all business. Facts. All business. They had to make no statements. You know, you had to get flashy. Went into your gym. I'm sorry, Atlanta. Our gym. Our home away from home. Because you see all the Knicks games he was repping in, in Atlanta. You know how yeah. much New York is in Atlanta. We in there deep. Went into our other, other gym. All right. Shout out to Orlando. That's our gym, too. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to that Brooklyn gym. You know, shout out to the Barclays Center. I call that MSG, too. That's our gym, too. Went into our other, other gym and took care of those dirty birds. Knicks win. Three in a row. And shout out to Thibodeau. All right. I'm giving more shouts out to Thibodeau because he's taking a lot of slack this season, even after being 500 for most of the year. But it's obvious from watching this game and this team, this team has listened to Thibodeau. They have it. Thibodeau has their ear. Thibodeau absolutely has this team's ear. And he is building the culture from the ground up here in New York City. I know a lot of people are mad because, oh, man, the Knicks are mid. We're only around a 500 team. and But what you guys have to understand, what people have to understand, is before you can get to great, you have to go through mid. We did not make the playoffs last year. Do you understand that? We didn't make the playoffs at all last year. So from not making the playoffs last year to having foundational pieces in Jalen Brunson here, having Julius Randle find his role here and his solace in Jalen Brunson, have Emmanuel quickly grow up before our eyes, have Mitchell Robinson grow up before our eyes, have Josh Hart, the newcomer, come in and take in that culture and have it radiate out so quickly. Like, you have to give Tom Thibodeau props here. Even me, I have my my issues with Tom Thibodeau. But at the end of the day, we are six games over 500. And at this pace, what are we? I feel like we're looking at a 48-win season, which is insane. So the culture is here and you can see it from the gym. All right. Cause the Hawks, the Hawks didn't even touch 50 points at halftime. They didn't even touch 50 points. The, 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 the Hawks have 44 points at halftime. I believe 66, 44 at halftime. Knicks was all business. I look in the first quarter, Ryan. The score was 23 to like eight at one point with like five minutes ago. The Knicks took care of business and it looked like they did. Julius Randle came in flame throwing threes. Jalen Brunson was setting a table. He's like, oh, my teammates are going. I I do nothing. I'm going to just let it happen. Let Randle go off. Let RJ t- take all the shots, even though a lot of shots was kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy! But the, the whole th- the whole point is, we set a tone offensively and defensively in that first half, 
And Tom Thibodeau had those boys ready, and Atlanta wasn't. And at the end of the first half, Knicks were shooting 50% from the field. The fast break points had us going 22 to 2 at halftime. Jesus. 22 to 2 on the fast break points. And we're not even a fast break team. 20, what are we, 27th in pace? No, I think we're 21st in pace. You saw, hold on, let me double check those numbers. Nope, I lied. 27th in pace. 22 to 2 fast break points. And outshot the Hawks. Nine threes to one. Knicks were on a mission today. Knicks were on a mission. I know you missed a lot of that first half, Ryan, but let me know. What did you think of the game? Yeah, man, it's kind of crazy because I was doing laundry as the game was going on, so I was trying to get catch bits and pieces of the first quarter. And here's the thing, man. Like, we know historically, tracing back a couple of seasons, when the Knicks face the Hawks and Mitch is not in the middle, the Knicks struggle against the Hawks. But tonight was all business, led led from the start to the end. And had an, and had an offensive explosion in the first quarter to open up a twenty point lead, and then the third quarter, there was a there was a little adjustment that I liked in the third quarter because the Hawks were coming back in the third quarter, and the Knicks were just playing terrible offense, which which allowed the Hawks to get back into the game a bit. And one player in particular, I liked the adjustment that he made, Julius Randle, because the shots weren't going in. You know, the isolation sets weren't working. You know, Atlanta, you know, were playing better defense, etc. And then Julius Randle made it a priority where he was like, you know what? Since my shots are not falling and the team shots are not falling, let me crash the board. Yes. And get easy baskets. And that I think, and I think that critical moment in the game where Julius Randle made that decision that he was just gonna play, you know, that physical ball in the paint, get mm-hmm. those balls, put it back in. I feel like that saved the game for the Knicks right there. And that helped them to keep their lead going into the fourth quarter. And what can you say about this bench unit, man? This bench unit is just crazy right now yeah. with Josh Hart. Emmanuel quickly coming off the bench. Hardison is playing way better than he did earlier in the season. Like, this is like a new Hardison that we're seeing right now. And even Toppin played well today, three or six from three-point range. So, I mean, yeah, the way the Knicks are playing right now with this bench unit, the Knicks are going to be formidable when, when Mitch comes back. Julius Randle definitely took a, a, a leadership role with his team, set the tone by hitting a lot of big threes in that first quarter just to run up the score. Um, the thing is, there was a lot of in-between things that happened with Julius Randle that had me scratching my head. I'm not even going to lie. I was just like, there was a point where I'm like, all right, cool. Okay, okay Randle, all right. You took one too many threes. Just, just slow it down a little bit. And then he was getting stripped a lot with the turnovers. And then he was complaining too much while the other team is on fast breaks. I was almost about to hit that bra button in my mind. But he, but the third quarter, he really got together. And here's the thing. What's impressive about that third quarter? Randall looked exhausted. All right. About four minutes left. I felt like he was getting hacked a little bit. He wasn't getting the call. He was getting upset. And in my mind, I'm going, oh, damn, coach, put in Obi. Obi's having a great game. Put in Obi right now. Leaves Randall in. And, and like Ryan G said, this is when he starts to put his imprint in the game. He digs deep. 
he digs really deep and starts getting offensive rebounds and sets the tone. And all of a sudden, that builds the lead back up right when those guys had cut it to 11. So big shout out to Julius Randle for sure. And Hartenstein as well. I've given Hartenstein so much crap this season. So much crap. But Hartenstein has really stepped it up. I was very afraid that our top offensive rebounding team would start to falter. He's been a beast on the offensive boards all year and in this game. There was a few times where I felt like the Hawks were about to make a run. And he got the offensive rebound and and dunked the ball right back in to stop the bleeding. He had about three or four plays like that. Yeah. Where he got the rebound and dunked it at important times. And then to me, the block of the game, I think it was the first or second quarter when Owakongu was trying to dunk the ball. Hartenstein guards Trey Young, plays drop. We've been, we've been arguing about playing drop coverage here. Plays drop, gets back to his man in Awokongu, and blocks the ball, falling backwards, blocking the dunk attempt. Unreal block. He didn't score a lot of points today. Only six points. 11 rebounds, three blocks. But this is that type of Mitch's presence that we love. You know, you don't easily don't score a lot, but your impact on the game is felt. When key stops are needed, you came in to do it. And when we needed a bucket and we couldn't buy a basket, he got that offensive rebound and, and put it in. And it's it's kind of mind mind-boggling to me. I don't maybe he needed Mitch to sit down to feel like there's, you know, less pressure or something. But he pulls together, man. Hardenstein kind of gets the unofficial game bowl to me. Yeah, man, he definitely played well tonight. And I was and, and like I've been impressed with Hardenstein for like the last few games. I feel like he's definitely stepped it up on the thibs. And I remember something that Ariel said, I think, you know, we had him on like a few podcasts ago where he said that, you know, when players enter thibs system, usually it takes a while for them to adjust to the system and it seems like True. that's the case of Hardenstein because earlier in the season he looked pretty bad he looked really but not bad. yeah but now he's picking it up but maybe that doesn't apply to all players because Josh Hart just came to the system yesterday and my, and my <laughs> man is like my man's like he's been part of this team for like three years so I mean I, I don't know but but yeah Hardenstein's definitely been playing well lately man and you definitely got to give him his props yeah I know Ari- I, mean, I know Ariel said that uh, he had an Achilles injury so maybe it finally, maybe the Achilles finally healed. Maybe that could be it. Shout out to the chat. I see, I see block 53 said, yeah, he was hurt. That could be it. Hartenstein could have just had an injury and now he's getting used to it, his body. But um, I, I, you got to love this win, man. Big win going into the all-star break. Six games of over 500, three games in a row. And don't look now, guys. This team's getting better. If I feel like this team is getting better, we we've been talking about the lack of bench scoring 
for most of the year. Josh Hart comes in and all of a sudden him and IQ and a little bit of RJ Barrett is solidifying the bench and you don't really feel nervous anymore. You just kind of let them do their thing. And on top of that, I'm going to bring it back to Jalen Brunson. I underestimated this guy. I underestimated him. I thought he wasn't going to be able to finish amongst the trees because of the lack of spacing here. I thought maybe he'll average around 20 points a game. Um, and I, I thought that he would be good for us because he's been efficient everywhere, but I didn't think he'll be this good because of the limitations of the offensive players on our team. But lo and behold, Julius Randle has stepped it up and beside, and he still working with the lack of spacing. And to me at this point, he has learned how to score over longer players. DeAndre Hunter was trying to guard him today. He put that man on skates. All right. <laughs> he put that man on skates. I felt like I was watching Knicks Bulls all over again. <laughs> when Atarusa was slipping, it didn't happen that quite that dramatically. But when Jalen Brunson was driving to the hole and pulls it back and hits a dagger three in the fourth quarter, when the Hawks are trying to bring it back, I'm just like, yo, this man is is ridiculous. He's added the pull up three to his game, and now he's an officially a three level scorer, who's a point guard. Who, who commands the offense, has a respect of his teammates. He's the best signing we've had since Allen Houston. And I can't wait to see what his career is going to be like in the Nick uniform because I can foresee this being big for us down the line where he could be mentioned with the greats. I'm like, I'm, I'm feel stupid for putting a limitation on the kid right now. <laughs> yeah, man, with Brunson, man. You know, it's funny because in, in our chat, Lee posted like a stat and they basically said the last 30 games, it was a comparison stat, the last 30 games with Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell, and they have such similar stats. It's crazy. And it just made me think of a new nickname for Jalen Brunson. Great value Donovan Mitchell right there. <laughs> Great value Donovan Mitchell right there. But yeah, man. But yeah, Brunson, oh man, like, there's not enough words to say about this guy's performance since being in a Knicks uniform. Does he have his moments where he over dribbles in isolation sets and things like that? Of course, you know, but for the most part, like this guy has been such a positive influence on the team and it just shows what having a good point guard can do for your team. Cause last year the Knicks lacked a point guard. Yeah. And you saw how the team performed terribly, but now you have a, good point guard in Brunson and all of a sudden things just turn around and you know him dropping 28 points tonight nine rebounds five assists I mean again it's like it's like the near perfect game for Brunson the only thing is that you know three point shooting was pretty bad but besides that his game was near perfect tonight near perfect picked his spots perfectly let the team do his thing in the first few quarters second quarter came took over the game I'm getting to my spots Third quarter, realized we were in a rut. So he, he said, you know what? Give me the ball. I'm getting buckets. Got a couple of and ones, even though he missed some free throws. Bruh. But still, we're going to overlook that. 
And then at the end of your day, you look up, he has 28 points. Perfectly ran game. Doesn't have the amount of glitzy assist, but perfectly run point guard game in my eyes from from Jalen Brunson, man. Uh, th- this team, this team is shocking me. Shocking me. Better than the COVID team. Better than the Knicks COVID team. For real. All right. Now, salute to the chat. I'm going to salute to the chat. Now, if you want to call in and talk Knicks with us, dial that number at the bottom. 319-527-6241. That's 319-527-6241. If you want to call and talk Knicks basketball with your guys, Ryan G., and Jay Ellis. Shout out to the, the regulars and the newcomers. If you're new in the, in the chat, hit that like and subscribe to the channel. And also just let yourself know. Let's see. Oh, put new in the chat. We'll shout you out. Shout out to Ann Grill. Shout out to Reppin' Old School. Shout out to DJ DJ Dax. Shout out to my real fake cousin, Winston Ellis. Still Knicks fan. Shout out to you as well, Alexander. Everybody else is rocking with the KO2 show. Block 53. Walter White. Got the Walter White. Okay, Breaking Bad in the building. Hector Gaston. Everybody rocking with the show. Salute to you guys. All right. Also, $2 super chat from Echelon. It says, pass the bucket of Atlanta fried chicken. Savor it. Yeah, man. You always love being Atlanta for sure. Facts. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Before I even move on, I want to give Tibbs a little bit more props. I was curious to see how we were going to defend the Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks because we were getting killed in drop coverage um, off pick and rolls the first time we met them. So I was very curious to see what we were going to do. Um, it looks like Tibbs really relied on Jalen Brunson to kind of help on pick and rolls off his man. And it really stopped Trey Young from getting into the paint um, over and over again. He kind of stopped for the most of the night at that free throw line. If you notice, Ryan, you really didn't see Trey Young floaters, a lot of the Trey Young floaters happening for most of the night. And that's because the Knicks defense did a great job of limiting his paint touches and limiting um the Atlanta Hawks three-point shooting as well. The only time I really saw him get loose for real is when the rest were calling all these stupid fouls or an IQ for trying to play regular NBA defense. <laughs> and besides that, he really didn't have anything going. He was kind of regulated to being a three-point shooter. And... He hasn't been shooting well from three this season. So the Knicks did a really good job corralling Trey Young all night. So again, shout out to Tibbs for a a solid game plan. And shoot, the Hawks too. Listen, I thought to break that, maybe all they did was pass the ball to a three-point shooter. But the Knicks did it for the most part. Did a a decent job recovering the three-point shooter. So I'm liking what what I've seen from Top Thibodeau and his adjustments. Yeah, man, I also want to point out some stats right quick, just to show how effective the Knicks defense was against not just Trey Young, but DeJounte Murray, 
Collins, all of their scores tonight because nobody really went off besides DeAndre Hunt. He's the only guy that really played well for the Hawks tonight. So Trey Young shot 4-14 from the field, 1-6 from three, 19 points, but 10 of those came from the free throw line. So, on the, so if you take the free throws away, Knicks, own, Knicks only kept Trey Young to nine points. Yeah. That's it. Uh, uh, Dante Murray, three of 12 from the field, all four from three. He didn't attempt one free throw, only six points, negative 20 plus minus when he was on the court. And remember, DeJounte Murray is a player that killed the Knicks mm-hmm. the first couple of games that the Knicks faced the Hawks. So that shows that the Knicks stepped up tonight and played good defense on both of these players. And like JL has said, they definitely held Trey Young in the pick and roll. You didn't see Trey Young go off in the paint like he normally does. And of course, you, you know, his shooting is not as great this season as it's been in previous seasons. So yeah, you have to big up this for the defensive schemes to stop Trey Young. Yeah, absolutely. His themes and Hartenstein really stepped up on that drop coverage, really causing havoc, got a few key blocks, really good game plan. Um, let's talk about a topic that's going around Knicks Nation right now. Um, for the bad, there's only like a few bad things that I would say happened to today's game. And when I say bad, I'm not even, I'm not even saying bad. I'm saying like unfortunate, really. Ob Toppin, man. This is one of those games where I was really excited because Ob Toppin came off the bench on fire. All right, the son of Dunkers Delight, Obadiah came in gunning, guns a blazing. Looking at his stats, I think he came in and hit like his first two three pointers. Then the Hawks were on like some fast break. He rotates, disrupts, disrupts, um, disrupts the layup on a defensive end and it ends up getting a dunk. Obadiah was playing today. He was playing like, coach, give me some of those minutes, please. Scratching. You know what I mean? (laughs) But Thibodeau took him out right after it. So I I was kind of tired about that because he seemed really comfortable. And you know OB looks comfortable when he was swung the ball. Emmanuel quickly was wide open for three in a corner. And OB was kind of open for three, but not really. And then pulls the three and nails it. I'm like, oh, OB's on one today. OB's feeling it today. We need to keep this man in the game because he's feeling it. Right after that. The 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 Hawks go on a little bit of a run. Tibbs gets nervous. Wrangler comes right back in. So if there's something to gripe about today, it's like, man, I wish on games like today, Obi could see some more playing time because he had it going today. He was active on both sides of the ball. Yeah, Obi definitely played well today. You definitely got to give him his props. He definitely was a flamethrower today. He played only 13 minutes, which I think is like, Pretty high for him. <laughs> if, oh, you see, oh. if you see the average of minutes that Thibs usually Bruh. plays, 13 minutes is usually 13 minutes is considered high for Obi Toppin. At this point, I feel like Thibs plays him out of obligation to the front office. Like, like for example, like Thibs goes to the front office and he's like, Hey Leon, do I have to play Obi tonight? And Leon is like, Yes, you have to play Obi. And then Thibs just walks out of the office with his shoulders 
lowered and his head down like okay <laughs> yeah it's 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 it's, it's crazy is and you know i'm not as upset this year because randall absolutely deserves to play i just wish the coach could be a little bit more creative when obi has it going to give him some more run build his confidence and find a role for him when he's just playing like that 13 minutes today is just like ugh. <sighs> also i have a, a, a another question too that i just thought of that i'm gonna save for later uh alexander says um can we get a bruh pick later for trey young cranking that logo three when we were down like 20. <laughs> Bruh. yeah trey young was on one i have i have more questions about trey young a little bit later but i want to talk about something else that's been happening uh there's been a debate about quitting grimes versus uh josh hart minutes right I want to get your opinion on this, Ryan. So we all seen since uh, since Josh Hart has entered the New York Knicks arena, he, he he's played very well. He shot well from three. Um, he's been one of the strongest bench players on his team so far, and he's been getting more minutes than Quentin Grimes at this point. And even today, what's today? It was a little bit more even today. 20, let's see, 24 minutes for Josh Hart, but 23 minutes from Quentin Grimes. But some people kind of feel like the addition of Josh Hart is going to stunt the growth of Quentin Grimes. What do you feel about that that uh take, Ryan? Well, I mean <laughs> With a lot of the takes that Nick's Twitter has, this act, this is actually not a stupid one. You know, like, I can understand why people would believe that, you know, with Hart being here, it might hinder Grams a bit. But, like, I've checked out the minute distribution, you know, so far since Hart's been here. And and even though Hart's been here, Grams is still getting 20-plus minutes a game. Right. So, you know, so I don't see it as a detriment to his development because yeah, Grimes not Grimes might not be playing the important minutes right now. You know, Hart is stepping in and playing those, you know, crucial fourth quarter minutes that Grimes used to have. But at the same time, I think that's also because Hart is outperforming him at the moment. So Thibs is just going with Hart because Hart's the better player. But I still think that with Grimes getting 20 plus minutes a game, he can still develop. It's not like now I would be worried if if Grimes is playing like 15 minutes a game. You took the if words a, right out of my mouth. Like, I'd be worried if Grimes was playing like 15 minutes a game, if, if it was a drastic drop. Yeah. But the fact that Grimes is still getting 20 plus minutes a game, I don't really see that as a detriment to his development. And to be honest about it, Grimes could learn from Hart, to be honest. You know, Grimes could learn a lot from Hart and grow his game. So the fact that he's getting 20 plus minutes and then he has a veteran here that he could actually learn from, I see that as a positive for Grimes. Like, I don't see Grimes being hurt in any way with Hart being here. I 100% agree with you. Everything I wanted to say, you pretty much said it. You can absolutely learn from Hart. I don't see him as a threat to Grimes' development at all. I actually see it as a, a plus. Almost kind of like when Derrick Rose was here, what he was for Emmanuel quickly. And now that Derrick Rose has kind of stepped down, Emmanuel quickly is kind of taking over. Now, Josh Hart is young, so there won't be a step down, per se, you know? 
But I do believe like because Quentin Grimes and Josh Hart is already pretty similar, he can definitely learn a lot from him. And I can, I think he can only help him. And I would not be afraid unless he was getting some type of OB minutes. If he's getting OB minutes, if he's getting 13 minutes and 14, then he's sounding the alarm. We're getting the bro picks out. We, 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 we getting the pitchforks ready. But 23 minutes a game to 23 minutes a day, 23 minutes a day, 22 minutes to two games before that. Not worried about Grimes at all. Um, and on top of that, shoot, he's look, Josh is helping us win. Josh is helping us win. Josh, he's supposed to be a guy who's only shooting 30% from three. Uh it doesn't look like it. <laughs> this dude looks like, like a sniper. He's looking like a flamethrower right now. I think he shot, what, 67% from three the other game? Yeah. Yeah. And I was getting tight today because I thought Coach was taking him out for a second because he got a tech. And I'm just like, dude, why are you taking Josh out right now? Like, he's, he's hot. Today, once again, Josh Hart, three or five from three, 60%. So he's giving you the defense. He's giving you 60% from three so far. I don't expect those numbers to stay that way. I expect it to come down to earth at some point. But I really don't see a negative to the signing to me. I really don't. Down to the, to the protected pick where we already have another protected pick from Dallas Mavericks coming anyway. Like, I really don't see a downside to this. So... Yeah, I'm Go ahead. No, no, I, no, I just want to throw in, like, if, if you want to, like, quote, unquote, you know, say a downside, the only downside is that McBride doesn't get minutes anymore since Hart is here. That's, that's yeah. the real downside. That is the real downside, actually. Good point. And I mentioned that actually the first time he was here. Tips went to a nine-man rotation, so there's more McBride. So, yeah, you're right. That is the downside. That is the downside. So, um, but uh, I, I long-term... For this team, for the chemistry, for something from Grimes to learn from, I think it all works out for us. So, yeah, yeah I, I like the move still. And great gaming once again by Josh Hart. Hit dagger threes, played defense, got a, a, a great block, and showed off that elite motor. All right. Salute to the chat. If you love the show so far, hit that like and subscribe button. We're here every game. After every game we hear talking Knicks basketball, enjoy this win, Knicks fans. You deserve it. All right, three in a row, six games over 500. That mid-team that everybody was claiming we are, we're peaking a little bit over mid right about now, right? We're peaking a little bit over mid. So we might be not as mid as we seem right now, but salute to you guys, man. And like I said before, even if we are mid, it's okay. It's okay. Because we not we were trash last season. We're building foundation. We're building a culture. We have pieces here who have been here year after year after year who are building camaraderie, who 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 are building chemistry, and there's something to build off of after this season. Before you get to great, you have to go through mid. So shout out for this team. All right. Shout out to this team. 
more to discuss though, because no one, no one's talking to the phones. But that's fine. I got a lot to talk about anyway. <laughs> uh, R.J. Barrett. Ah, uh, boy. Seventeen points, two assists, five rebounds. Um, I like the way he attacked the basket today. The finishing is looking all right, but Ryan G, man, zero for six for three. Here's my thing: this the beginning the game. R.J. Barrett looked like he was really locked in defensively to begin the first half. Even though, to me, he was missing some shots, I liked his energy. I liked the way he was fighting over screens. I liked what he was giving on the defensive end. It seems like guys are trying to pick on him now. Is it me? Yeah. Because it seems like, you know, they're giving us the Trey Young treatment. Because Ryan, the first half of the game... For the first few plays, Trey Young is sitting there and they're trying to hide. The Hawks are trying to hide Trey Young on Grimes. Yes. So for the first few plays, Brunson was hunting the switch to get Trey Young on him. Now, it didn't work, but they were hunting the switch knowing he was a weak link. And I'm looking at the second half, and I'm going, are they trying to do that to RJ right now? Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> that's definitely what happened in the second half. Like, they were definitely hunting RJ on defense, and it's understandable because, you know, the stat came out the other day saying that RJ Barrett has, like, one of the worst defensive ratings at the moment. Like, his defensive rating is, like, 120, 125 or something like that, point something. So... RJ's been terrible on defense. Like, even the last game against the Nets, like, I could have pointed out, like, five or six defensive plays with RJ Barrett where he played terrible defense, especially that one play with Cam Johnson where Cam Johnson was running off screens and RJ Barrett was, like, a mile behind him. Like, RJ's RJ's been playing terrible defense as of late, and eventually teams are going to see this and they're going to target him like like Atlanta did in the second half. So, and, and, and then what makes it worse is that you know, okay he's, okay, he's playing terrible defense at the moment, but he's not even producing offensively. And that was yeah. what makes it worse. You know, of course, you know, he has a positive plus minus tonight because the Knicks never lost the lead. But still, like, you know, on most nights, you know, if RJ's not giving you nothing on offense and he's playing terrible defense, he's a huge negative on the court. So, yeah, yeah man, I'm, I don't know what it's going to take, but I'm, I'm hoping that with the All-Star break coming, RJ Barrett can kind of just wind down a bit, you know, just take yeah. it easy and, and just get his, you know, refocus. And hopefully I'm hoping that this when the second half of the season comes, he gives a better effort on defense and gets his offense back right. But yeah, RJ Barrett right now. Yeah. He's not doing too well. He, he ain't doing too well. Yeah. If anybody else needs a break, it's RJ Barrett. He needs to sit down and regroup. He needs to watch film. He just needs to watch a lot of film. And I'm hoping the coaching staff is kind of showing him because it just seems like he really hasn't had that in for the entire game. And if if you're not going to be some elite scorer, you cannot be lazy. Yeah. Because this is exactly what we was getting on Julius Randle for the year before. 
saying he's giving us empty stats. And Julius Randle was giving us like, you know, big rebound games, big point games. So like we need we need RJ to step it up and hopefully he steps it up on the second half of this season because man, it's looking rough out here for yeah. RJ. I'm trying to trying to defend him for longer periods of time. It's getting even rougher. <laughs> Facts, man. It's like, you know, we gave him the Badman nickname, but shoot, if he continue to play like this, he he might lose that nickname. He yeah, might man. lose I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to take it away from him. But yeah, we have to rescind that for sure. <laughs> but RJ, you need to play better, man. If you want to keep your Badman title, you have to play better. Yeah, the, all the yeah, take all that away, the maple syrup, all that, the maple, everything. We reset all that. You were just RJ. You were Rowan. You not. <laughs> you're not even RJ. You just Rowan. Rowan enters the game. Yeah, I'm not calling you RJ no more. I refuse to call you RJ until you play defense. Exactly. <laughs> you're rowing on his channel for the rest of the year until you play defense. All right. For four quarters. Yeah, my man got demoted. Oh, yeah, he got demoted. <laughs> you got demoted. Until you and until you fight over multiple screams for more because I was giving him I was ready, Brian. I was ready mm-hmm. to give him props. Because first quarter, he was fighting over screens. He's trying. Until you do that for four quarters, your name is Rowan. <laughs> Calling by your government, all right. But yo, salute to the chat, man. Hold on, I have a question for you. This is off the cuff question, but salute to the chat. Before, before we go to the question, salute to the chat, all right. Shoot to the chat. Somebody says, "I want to hear those guns bust." There you go. I see you. Your wish is your wish is granted. Salute to the chat. Shout out to Julian Bloom. Shout out to Glamour Knicks. Shout out to Joe Long. Shout out to uh <laughs> shout out to Lee's Pops. Shout out to Lee. Actually, because Lee was about to come on, but he's he felt a little bit sick. So for those who's wondering where Lee is. Um, but shout out to Lee's Pops. Uh everybody else who's rocking with this show. If you're new, let me know. And we'll shout you out for sure. If you like this show, hit that like and subscribe button. We're here after every game talking Knicks basketball. Okay. Oh, we have a caller on the phone. Yo, Ryan, I knew this man was going to call. I was like, before we even started the show, Knicks versus Hawks, and we won. I was like, oh, tell him's calling today. <laughs> tell him is definitely calling today. First caller of the night, my man, my number one. Ellis knew I was lurking. <laughs> you knew I was lurking. You, I knew it. <laughs> hey, how you doing tonight, D. Ellis? How you doing tonight, my man? With the stats and the facts, Ryan D. Shout out to everybody enjoying the KOT show. D. Ellis knew I was lurking. Yeah. You know why I'm lurking, D. Ellis? Why you lurking? You know why? why you lurking? That's the fact. Let me tell you why I'm lurking, baby. Yes, sir. Let's go. I want to start off with the fact that you, Atlanta Hawks, your team is absolutely pathetic. This is a disgrace (laughs) that you call that an NBA professional basketball team. Look here, P-word, Frank Capella.
DeJounte Murray. They sacrificed, they mortgaged their future to acquire this man. And the dude that we acquired, we cheated and paid a second-round pick for, and he's cooking him. Cooking him, putting him in a blender, post moves, step-through, hook shot, all that, son. Yo, I want to shout out our whack head coach. You know why? Let me tell you why. Check this out. Rowan Alexander Barrett Jr. has been playing bad. Yep. Coach Thibodeau don't be making no adjustments. Guess what? He made an adjustment. He's been reducing his minutes in the second half, especially at the end of the game. And he's been rocking out with IQ more, Optimus Grimes more. Now with um Josh Hart with that acquisition. If RJ gonna shake it up, he's gonna reduce his minutes at the end of the game and rock out with those three a little bit more. I like that. So shout out I to agree. the coach. I never show his love, but I peep that and I like it because it's gonna help us stay competitive if Jacqueline Hyde shows up with RJ. I wanna say you pointed out this uh, um this team is better than the COVID team. I agree. Yep. It is better. And it's better because of Jalen Brunson. Yep. I think Jalen Brunson got slept on. He definitely should be an all-star. And I'm very confident going into the playoffs with who we see in the first round. I think we're going to shock people because people don't really know how good Brunson is. And I said it before. I'm going to say it again. I scouted Donovan Mitchell during the playoffs because I thought he was going to steal him. Yep. And I know this, yo. Brunson's <laughs> going great. So for the people who don't really know, he already proved it. And then against Phoenix, Luka didn't play the whole series. Brunson was going That's crazy a fact. with a Hall of Fame that is a fact. with Paul guarding him. It did not matter. It did not matter at all. So just watch and learn, people. Taylor Brunson's for real. It has helped get a better Julius Randle. Who would have thought that Randle was going to bounce back? This same time, right, at the um at the break last year, I wanted to swap him for De'Aaron Fox. Now he's one of the best power forwards in the league. Yeah. So it's crazy how... Uh, one year has changed so much. All you Hawks fans, I'm glad y'all dead. And y'all could go still with the Philadelphia Eagles fans. Y'all both dead. Okay? <laughs> Shout out to our Knicks. We're doing big things, baby. Big things in the second half. We smoking that Hawks pack. And we going to the playoffs. And by the way, tonight, the same team we just smoked on, the Brooklyn Nets, they just packed out one of our rivals, the Miami Heat. Oh, yeah. What's up with the Miami Heat? <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> Yeah, man. Sir. Miami are terrible. They're going to be out of here, too. I'm going to tell you something right now. The Brooklyn Nets are just renting that fifth spot because we coming for that, too. All right? <laughs> coming for that, man. Yo, man, like, you don't know how bad, like, yo. I have a feeling if the Knicks can position themselves and we can get either the Nets or the or Cleveland Cavaliers in the first round, I think the Knicks, I think the Knicks can take out either team, honestly. This yeah, I agree. We can definitely take out the Nets, and we could definitely take out the Cleveland Cavaliers. I have no doubt about that. I, I'm looking forward to that for sure. I'm looking forward to that. Which brings me to my next question. I saw some head scratcher trade that I just saw peeping. There's a guy. Who all he does all day is comes up with a bunch of trade scenarios. And he came up with a trade. He was like, Would you swap Jalen Brunson for Trey Young? Brian. Whose man is this? Whose man is this? this? Oh, boy. 
You see, you see this, this is what I don't like about some Knicks fans. That's, no, like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. It's not, he's not a Knicks fan. I don't think he's a Knicks fan. I don't know what he is, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, well, well, if he's not a Knicks fan, then it's understandable because the thing is, the Knicks have a good point guard in Jalen Brunson. Why the hell would we would we be thinking about switching him out with any other point guard in the, in the league unless it's some like elite elite point guard like a Luka Doncic or somebody like that? That's like the only kind of player where it's like okay, you would make that swap. Jalen Brunson is good enough for this team, and Trey Young is not even playing that great this season. Yeah, his stats might be nice, but he's not playing up to his standard this season. So why the hell would I want to trade a substandard Trey Young for Jalen Brunson who's playing out of his damn mind? It doesn't make sense. Actually. I did see some a Knicks fan actually say they would. You know how the whole Ch- uh, Jalen Brunson doesn't pass thing was going around. Yeah, yeah. It was like Trey Young has ten assists. <laughs> well, whoever that Knicks fan is, he or she is on crack. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> and this is why I gotta stay off Twitter, man. This is why I gotta stay off Twitter, dog. All time high of craziness. Oh boy! Remember we had that conversation about uh, a guy who was talking about how Jalen Brunson, how Jalen Brunson has played a lot better this year, and he attributed it to getting to the line and manipulating the refs. So, so we can get to the foul line a lot. As I'm watching the, today's game, I'm thinking to myself, self, if that man was really paying attention, he would have stopped out Trey Young's name for Jalen Brunson. <laughs> because if you want to talk about somebody who's gotten his points by manipulating refs and going to the foul line, it's definitely Trey Young. All facts. Because I, I because listen, and, and this is how you know J- Jalen Brunson, I show you in the cleaning glass stats of Jalen Brunson, all right? Jalen Brunson is a legit three-level scorer. And when I say three-level scorer, I don't mean oh, he can he takes jump shots from the, the from the from the, the inside. He's elite, efficient at all three levels, whether he gets fouled or not. Three-level score. Trey Young scores 26 points a game. 26 points a game. But shooting 43% from the field. 43. 32% from three. But then shoots 8.6 free throws a game. So you tell me who's really using the foul line and their calls to carry the stats. Now, now he gives you the, he get, he has elite eyes. He can pass the ball, but I'm going Jalen Brunson all the way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I just want to hear you with that question. I, yeah, whoever that dude was, I don't know. That man must be sniffing on something because that's a dumb question. I'm sorry. Yeah. Whose man's is this for real? 
Who's Manson is for real? I'm with you on that, man. <laughs> you know, which reminds, which reminds me, because I saw something on Twitter on, you know, um, Friday Night Knicks dude. You know, the you know the guy would be you know sing the talk, sing the song, you know every time on Friday yeah. Night Knicks. You know, name is G. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so apparently, because I saw someone posted on my timeline with something he posted earlier where he was like. Cause I, I don't know I, I never knew this I get got I never knew this guy was a reporter I didn't know he was an insider I didn't know he had sources but oh, but this man came out of nowhere and said something along the lines of the Knicks are, the Knicks are going to be monitoring Ben Simmons from the Nets you know this upcoming yeah. <laughs> and, and I forgot I forgot who he said was involved in the trade but something something like Rose Fortier etc I'm just like what my guy I'm like my guy why would you put that in the atmosphere. Why would you put that in the atmosphere? Like, <laughs> what? Like, like, yo, who are your sources, man? Who are your sources? <laughs> like, yo, the Nets don't even start that man. That that man come off the bench now. There is no way. Who's his? His sources is his man's in them, man. He don't got no sources, man. <laughs> his sources Benzino and are you? Serious? Do you understand what would happen if Ben Simmons stepped foot in this building? That man would implode on impact from the pressure. Okay, we will boo him out of New York the second he passes up shots and starts to miss multiple layups. We will boo that man out of New York. This place is not meant for the the fickle, nah. for the soft, for the charming. It is not meant for that. No, mm, no. Nah. I'm sorry. Nah, man. Like the like the amount of times I've seen this guy play, and he passes up easy shots at the rim just to pass the ball out to the perimeter. I'm like, yo, if that happened at the Garden, yo, that man would get booed out the damn court, booed out the whole MSG. Ma- Matter of fact, when we played the Nets, and I saw G- I saw Ben Simmons was playing. I was like, oh, our right, chances of winning have gone up. <laughs> like we about to get this game for real. But I don't know. This has been a lot of this has been, this has been a lot of everything on here, man. It's been a lot. There's a lot going on. on. <laughs> I'm oh, staying off. The, I'm staying off of Twitter all vacation. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like Nick's Twitter be just having me cracked up, man. Like yo, I can't I can't respond to half the stuff I see on Nick's Twitter because if I do, like yo, some of these people are just so ignorant. I like I already know, like I would lose my mind. Like I, I'm like yo, I just can't, yo, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do it. It's all good. It's fine, man. It's fine. I'll do it for you, but I'll take my break. I already told you the day uh, when we were the Knicks Knicks play um, Portland. I'm staying off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lie, tweet like I usually do, but that whole day I'm staying off. <laughs> yeah. You know, which which kills me because speaking of Nick's Twitter, people were people were going off because Cam Reddish had a 15-point game with Portland. And I'm just like, oh boy, because the funny thing is people are saying that he had this great game, but then his plus minus was like negative 13 and Kuzma dropped like 33 on his head. But yeah, people are just highlighting the fact that he had 15 points. And I'm just like, yo, y'all really can't get over the fact that this man just did not fit with the Knicks. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, and then I'm like, do y'all even think for a second? When he was in Atlanta, Nate McMillan sat him on the bench and stopped playing him until they traded him to the Knicks. When he came to New York, the same thing. 
Fitz was playing him. All of a sudden, Thibs sat him on the bench until he traded him to Portland. Like, do you look? Do you, like, do you look at things that make sense of things? Maybe it's not Nate McMillan. Maybe it's not Thibs. Maybe it's something that has to do with Cam. He's Michael Jordan. All right, what are you talking about? He's Michael. <laughs> no, 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 listen. I want to make fun. Cam has potential. Defensively, he has to put it together, though. That's really what it is. He has to put it together. He has to do things consistently. When he was here, he averaged 10 points a game. But, and he had good moments. He had a 26-point game here, okay? He had a 26-point game here. So he has potential. But the percentages were never good for a full season. They weren't. Um, defensively, faster guards hurt him, and he, and he gets lost in team defensive schemes. That's what usually happens now hopefully they get that stuff together when it's in portland i hope he has a good career um I, I, like i said this before i hope the trade works out for both teams <laughs> i hope this trade work out for both teams but when i see cam score i'm like all right cool but we've had a guy in julius randall who, who had 20 and 10 and called the empty stats too so it's good that he scores but he have to play two sides of the ball and hopefully you figure it out because he's still young. So he has he has a chance to figure it out. Um, unfortunately, he didn't figure it out here because I would have liked a young, switchable, six, seven long guy here, but it, it just didn't work out. And I'm very happy that we have Josh Hart here, who's making winning plays for us and doing a lot of the dirty work and being surprisingly sufficient from three, even though I don't expect that to keep up for a whole season. I just appreciate that right now. All right. Hart has a better motor and defenses. Yeah, he does. Cam doesn't affect the winning. Yeah. Yeah. But I've talked about Cam enough. <laughs> Salute to the chat, man. I think it's a good place to wrap it out. Wrap it up. Unless you want to get to a bruh pick or final thoughts. Whoop. It, it looks like Ryan G thought this is a good place to wrap it up, too. That's his computer. Once again. Has failed me. All right. <laughs> salute, salute to Ryan G. Um, but that is the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna see. Honestly, okay. So here's the deal, guys. I'm gonna tell you some personal stuff that's happened. I had. I was trying to. I'm trying to plan at least to do a show for All-Star Weekend around this time. But I'm having big life changes happen right now, and it's been very difficult juggling everything. I'm actually really exhausted right now. The link is frozen. <clears throat> I'm actually really exhausted right now. So I might be, depending on what happens in the next two days, might depend on what show we have. I'm going to still try to have a show with you guys around All-Star Weekend and do some things with you guys to give you more content. But it's been crazy right now. I haven't really been resting a lot. 
I've been dragging out these shows on half on that much sleep. <laughs> but um, hopefully all comes together and I have some good news and we'll still be able to do a show with you guys. All right. All right. <laughs> but yo, thank you guys for watching. I always appreciate the support. We'll definitely be back um, for the games for sure. And I'll definitely try to come through and do a couple of shows for you guys during the all-star break. All right. All right. That is our show. Appreciate you guys for watching. You already know the drill. You can follow us on the KOT show on Twitter. Make a time show on Instagram and Facebook. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, everywhere you listen to the KOT show. Everything you listen to podcast, you can listen to the KOT show. Get those snapbacks, blue and orange, black and white at thenicktimeshow.com. All right. Oh, Ryan G's back. Look at that. Ryan G is back in the building. <laughs> S. Parker need a snapback. Yo, just get to that. Go to uh, the Nick of Time Show .com. <laughs> Hit that catalog. L. Marshall says me the gunshots. I got you in the gunshots, L. Marshall. Yo, you know what's funny? Like the people who rock with us hard, they love the gunshots. So every now and again, you'll hear somebody go, oh, the gunshots are corny. I hate the gunshots. Why do you have? But it's, eh, it's our thing, though. I'm never giving it up. All right. <laughs> All right. Ryan G's back. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. I don't know. I was almost saying that like there was like an issue with like my um my microphone. So okay, cool. So um wait, am I giving am I giving like my <laughs> like Twitter and stuff? Sure. If you have a broad pick too, you can give one. You can give that too. Oh well, I think for the broad pick, like I think pretty much I forgot who said in the chat. I think it was was it Alexander? I think with the trade with the Trey Young. Three from the logo with like twenty left when when they, they were like yeah like yeah like that was definitely my bro pick right there because I saw it I'm like yo what is this man on like yo yeah, this that's a shot you take when you're up in the game you know when you're feeling it and whatnot and you take that deep ass three but not when you're down by like twenty so I was like yo Trey Young must be on that stuff because I'm like I don't know why this man with the lollipop hair taking a three from damn near the logo and the Hawks are down by twenty it makes no damn sense. Yeah, probably for that, Bruh. Oh, look at my, look at my computer being all weird now. <laughs> Shoot, the bro picks really happen with all the 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 crazy Twitter. Yeah, that Jalen Brunson for Trey Young trade. Yeah, Bruh. that deserves a bro for sure. <sighs> yeah, I feel like we said all our bro picks during the show. <laughs> Not a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sorry guys. Oh man. All right. Well, let them know where you can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. <laughs> Alexander said bro pick to Lee's immune system. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man. <laughs> That's crazy. Shout out to my guy Lee, man. I miss you, bro. Facts, facts. Get better, Lee. Get better. Yeah, let's forget Lee. Yeah, get let get better, Lee. That was funny, you know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Where yeah, you find so, you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That's S-I-R-G-I-L-L-I-N. You can also find me at Sergi's Corner. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. All right, all right, all right. Cool, cool. I already gave my spiel already, so I won't give the spiel again. All right. That is our show. We'll see you soon. And as always. Shut out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks and YouTube streets. That's our show. We out this mug. Peace. York, New York, big city of dreams. New York, New York, big city of dreams.